Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for May 26, 2011, and now the news. We've been reporting that car sales have been slowing in China, what with the government dropping subsidies and cities like Beijing limiting how many new cars it will allow. But now a think tank in China says sales aren't just going to slow down, they're going to go down. The China Automotive Technology and Research Center forecasts that sales in China will fall 10% this year. But the Chinese government says they'll go up 8%, and car companies continue to add capacity at a rate that's even greater than that. Here's my AutoLine Insight. We've seen this happen before in Europe, North America, South America. Automakers build too many plants, all in the belief that they will sell out their production and that it's going to be the other guys who will be stuck with overcapacity. But as we've seen in the history of the industry, overcapacity leads to a price war that hurts almost everyone's profitability. The wheels rarely stop turning at Ford, especially when it comes to R&D. Recently, the company showed reporters a new interface with its popular SYNC system. And this time, it's medical. Today, SYNC has primarily been used for infotainment, so connecting your phone, connecting your MP3 player, and so on. But we think this changes the paradigm for SYNC. It allows people to monitor their health and well-being, not just for the driver, but also for the passengers inside the car. Ford engineers have integrated what they call health and wellness features into the car. So, for example, the system can communicate with blood glucose meters and tell diabetes patients what their blood sugar is in real time through simple voice commands. Even though Ford says it's leading the industry on health and wellness, don't expect a visit from Dr. Sink in your car anytime soon. The technology is still in the waiting room. Even so, it's this kind of technology, like Sync and My Ford Touch, that allows the company to get consumers to pay more money when they buy a car. For the first time in 30 years, the Environmental Protection Agency dramatically retooled its fuel economy labels. Starting with next year's 2013 models, the EPA says the new look labels will include more consumer-friendly information like easy-to-read ratings, driving range estimates, as well as the annual fuel cost for the car and its impact on the environment. The current fuel labels have been around since about 1980 and were tinkered with over the years, but never like this. More information on the new label can be found at the EPA's website. And just in time for higher gasoline prices, the Detroit News reports that small cars are getting safer. Or at least that's the word from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. As we've reported on AutoLine Daily, manufacturers have been flooding the market recently with new smaller cars. And thanks to the engineering additions of stronger steel and more airbags, the small car is no longer a poor performer in safety tests. In fact, six of 13 small cars were just awarded the Insurance Institute's top safety pick this year, with the Ford Focus, Honda Civic, and Hyundai Elantra leading the way. 
If you own a Ford Explorer and plan on renting a trailer, don't try to get one from U-Haul. According to Consumer Reports, its corporate policy is not to rent out any trailers to Explorer owners. Seems the rule was implemented after Ford's lawsuit over defective Firestone tires. This policy even applies to the all-new Explorer, even though it has nothing in common with the ones involved in the lawsuit. A spokesman with U-Haul says of the policy, Every time we go to hire an attorney to defend a lawsuit, as soon as we say Ford Explorer, they charge us more money. But it's not just Explorer owners who will run into this problem. U-Haul will not rent trailers to owners of Jeep Wranglers that do not have a hard top. NASCAR driver Kyle Busch had a little too much fun testing a new car earlier in the week. The AP reports the race car driver was pulled over in North Carolina for doing 128 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone. He was testing out his new 2012 Lexus LFA and said, I got carried away. In addition to speeding, Bush was cited for careless and reckless driving, a charge I'm sure a lot of his competitors in NASCAR would agree with. Even so, I say, you go, Kyle. We all know that the EPA tests cars for emissions and fuel economy, but it turns out they test a lot more than cars and trucks. We'll show you what else they test right after this, but before we get to that, I know all you fans of Open Line have wondered why the show's on hiatus. Earlier in the week, I talked with the show's host, Michelle Naranjo, about what's going on. Michelle, everywhere I go, people are asking me about Open Line, so please fill us in. What's the latest? Well, John, I've really missed doing Open Line, and I'm happy to say we're taking it off of its hiatus. Now that I'm ensconced as the managing editor at Auto by Tell, we're going to go back to doing the show, but we're going to do it a little bit differently this time. We're going to start doing it the first Tuesday of every month. Next month will be June 7th, our first show. We're going to be creating a podcast in addition to doing the live show, and we're going to have a new co-host with me, Chelsea Sexton, the EV expert. Oh, that's great. Thanks for the update. Now I know what to tell people once they ask me. Great. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. The EPA tests all kinds of engines. In fact, as long as they don't fly, the EPA has responsibility to test just about everything else that's out there. So John, this is our new small engine testing facility. As I was telling you before, uh, the Congress uh, in the amendments to the Clean Air Act told us to not just worry about cars, but worrying about all these other sources of, of air pollution, including off-road machines, including small engines. Uh, and this is how we test them. We've got three different engine dynamometers here geared to test small engines. So on that site, uh, we're testing, it looks like a weed whacker, and, and here's probably a lawn uh, garden tractor. And in, this is a, a segment of the market that is characterized by millions of these small pieces of equipment that historically have had, had no emission control on them at all and have, as a consequence, been responsible for uh, quite a bit of our emissions in this country. And I'm sure the automakers love seeing you test this, <laughs> that you're not dumping all the, the onus of cleaning up the air on just the car companies. Exactly. And what's also interesting about, about these emissions is they tend to, in the lawn and garden segment, they come in the warm 
summer months where the atmospheric conditions are ripe for forming smog and ozone. So this is a, a very important area for us to control. What's also interesting about this segment is we're seeing a big change in, in the marketplace because we're seeing a huge number of new entrants, especially from Asia, coming into the, uh, into the U.S. market. And what I'm showing you here is, and you'll notice, here's a, here's a generator. This is a, they almost look identical. Exactly. So, um, but we're discovering that they're not performing identically, although they're quite a bit cheaper. And so you can see uh, on the right is American made engine, on, on the left is one imported from China. And, and they look almost identical. They have identical uh, owner's manuals, uh, but we're having, a, a, frankly, a, a difficult time testing them. In fact, one story uh, from one manufacturer when um, we ordered a test and asked them to send us their engine to test prior to certification, they changed their mind and withdrew their application to sell products. Because they knew they could not meet the standards, presumably. Presumably. So this is an area of, of big concern, not only because of the, the huge numbers involved, but also because we have these new entrants into the marketplace that don't understand our rules, haven't uh, certified products before, and, and we want to make sure we're doing a good job making sure that we have a fair competition amongst the players who are making the technology investments to make their products cleaner. Good point, because here are the American engine, you've got the price tags on them. The American one is twice the price of the import. Exactly. But of course, they're putting the cost into making sure that they meet emission standards yeah. here. And this one works and that one doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this, is a, this is a new uh, area of concern for us, and um, which is why we invested in this, in this test facility to make sure that um, people do the right thing. Fascinating. Hey, don't forget to tune into AutoLine After Hours tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Our guest tonight will be Russ Clark talking about the upcoming redo of the Chevrolet Malibu. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information in the business on AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.